Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hello and welcome to the Gallant Few Rangers podcast. My name is Mason Stewart and I'll be your host this evening. No midweek game this week, so, uh, you know, disappointing there, but we've finally made a signing. So a lot of Todd can will talk tonight. Um, but with me tonight, first and foremost, we've got Davey T for the con- from the continent. How are you, mate? Yeah, fine, thanks. Glad to be on again. I had a, an MOT during the week and uh, they were really, the doctor was really happy with me, so... At least somebody's happy with me. That's, uh, that's one pleasing thing. No, great. And uh, no, great. We got a signing in. Unfortunately, we've been sort of waiting for the second one to happen, but it's not happened yet. But uh, who knows tomorrow? Yeah, we, we're hoping for one or two more. Definitely, aren't we, Davey? But also, we've got Davey P as well. How are you, Davey? Good, boys. Yep, I think there'll be uh, there'll be a bit of activity yet, though. There's uh, obviously got four five days to go. Uh, <clears throat> these things can tend to happen all of a rush at the end. So, I think they'll. My guess is there's going to be ins and outs to come. So, stand by your Twitter. Yeah, five o'clock, can it? It's always five o'clock. David, you you always say that we only announce things at five o'clock. It must be certain clicks and. We, we we love we do love a late one to keep it's still to keep us waiting, isn't it? But um I, I get Canwell right. I get Canwell right, Mason. Called it you called Raskin today though, and we're still waiting, so Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's five o'clock in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> let's let's start with uh Todd Cantwell then uh David David Tomlinson. He signed a, a long term contract. We're not sure how long that is yet. Um hoping you know, three, three and a half, four years, I would, would have thought. Um, the main things from his press conference are Ibrox. He says he's here to cause damage, which is, uh, you know, good news. We need we need more numbers from our midfield players. So I'm hoping he can come and add to that. Um, but he also said, you know, Michael Bill was a huge reason for him uh, joining. So, um, you know, big praise for Bill. So hopefully Bill can be the one to get his career back on track. Yeah, definitely. Um I think, uh, I mean, the, the boy was just sort of a lost. He's went from a five million player, hasn't he? No, sorry, a 30 million player to to virtually nothing. And I, I think the boy needs a, a reset, as uh, as I think he called it himself. And no, I, I think Beal is a man that, though well, he seems to be very honest with us, the fans, which, is, which we aren't really used to. And he certainly speaks a, a good game. So uh, I, I think he can get Cantwell under his wing. I, I think he'll get Cantwell going again, and we'll, we'll, we'll get the benefits of that. Really, a uh, real positive signing. Really, and uh, but I'm a, I'm a wee bit. I was a wee bit worried during the week about David Pollock going to the going to the Erskine Bridge when when he seen the hair in the in the guy's shoes. I was a wee bit worried about that. Davey <laughs> <laughs> Davey, what do you reckon of them trainers? You've got a pair of them indoors, haven't you? 
Uh, not in that colour, though. I mean, <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> they were just a little garish, I think the word would be. No, uh, the, the, the hairdo's got to go. I'm sorry. I'm, I'll be... Uh, I'll be speaking to whoever I know, Ibrox, to get, get that sorted. Him and Scott Wright, we got a double booking, two for the price of one. Now, it's be, well, in terms of a cat, although, I mean, this is a, an exciting signing. This boy could be potentially awesome. But at the same time, you know, there's a, there's always the danger that, that it doesn't work out because you wonder why, uh, you know, if he was £30 million two, three years ago, why is he a lot less now? That's that's not for nothing. So there is an element of a gamble in it, but um, that clearly he's got talent. I just hope he's uh, mentally strong enough for what he's about to encounter. Yeah, no, definitely. And, and uh, just looking at the, the comments there, Curry said that Cantwell's Kent, interview, I thought he t- spoke really well, to be honest. He did come across really well. And, you know, I think he needs a fresh challenge and he was very open to that. Um and on his day, I, I think, you know, he can be a really, really good player. It's just him getting to that level he was at probably 18 months ago when he was linked with Liverpool, Chelsea, Arsenal for for, for silly money. But but we need to just get him back playing. I'm hoping he comes straight into the team for Saturday, um, which we'll, we'll come on to a little bit later on. But um, it's a really, really, you know, positive signing. Good age, David Tomlinson, really good age, 24. He, he speaks about... You know, as I said, him him having a reset and Bill being the one that can can you know get him back to that level. Um, there's there's not really any negatives from from this signing at all, really, other than he hasn't played a lot. That would probably be the only one. Yeah, that's uh, that's uh, the, probably the worst thing. That'll take him a few weeks to to get up to speed. And really, really, we need somebody getting up to speed right away. So I don't know how the if. Um, the Belgian guy comes in, Raskin, as he called him, comes in, and uh, hopefully uh, he he'll already because I don't think he's missed that many games. I think he's only missed a couple of games. So hopefully, if he comes in, he'll be up to speed. And at least, I mean, the way we're playing just now, everybody's supposed to be carrying an injury. Uh, Lundstrom's carrying an injury. Morelos is carrying an injury. I think everybody, um, Tavernier's carrying an injury. Everybody seems to be carrying an injury. So. At least these guys have not been playing. They'll not have any injuries. <laughs> so that, I suppose that's one positive about it. Well, they haven't got uh, GVB's uh, training um, to get injured. Now, that was, you know, the training. I feel like every time I was watching an RTV video, it was the it was the little keep ball and then someone was getting a knock the next day. But, um, yeah, it's, it's really important we do get these these players back as well and we'll come on to Hadji and, and Lawrence a, a, a little bit later on. But, but David P, stand on with, with Raskin. Um, I was hoping, as I say, it would be be in by now and it'd be another one we can have in the squad for Saturday, but it's looking a little bit unlikely. Um, just read there, Chris Jack, um, as just, you know, uh, you know, a good journalist that, that does seem to get a lot right when he, when he, you know, writes about Rangers. He's saying that, um, we've not, uh, agreed a fee yet with, with Standard Liège and I think they're holding out, you know, the reports yesterday it was two million, that's gone down to a million today and this is what's going to happen. Um, and I, I'm, I'm kind of, Want, I want a midfielder in and I want him to come in straight away but at the same time I don't want us to be held to ransom and pay over the odds when really the ball is in, in our court there's there's reports in Belgium that um, he's already signed a pre-contract so really you know he's a player that's been playing with the under 21s because he wants to leave for such a long time so why would we go and pay you know 2 million when we can get him in a couple of days time for, for half of that so we need to be patient on this one I think this one will go to the wire. Obviously, they're in a game of poker here with the uh, standard Liège to see how much this fee is going to be because it, it suits both parties for him to go now. Because the standard Liège, you know, will keep a player, you know, play him in the reserves and have to pay him for the four months. They won't get the, the value of that player. There's nothing in it for them. So really anything that they can get, you know, will be... Uh, and it's just whether <clears throat> Hearts did it last season to us you know, with, with suitors. So it's about a wee, wee bit bloody-minding this, but we're not dealing with a Scottish club, you know, we're, we're hoping that we're dealing with people who are a bit more practical in the real world, you know, that don't have the hatred which uh, seems to attach itself to our club. So I, I think the, the deal will be done. It will go to the wire. But I would say 600, 700,000, it's going to be something like that. Makes yeah. sense. Yeah, no, I agree. And, and Teddy Bear said, there, come on, it's, it's a, even two millions a bargain. Well, 
I'm desperate for us to get him in, but at the same time, why would we pay two million? And as you just said there, David, balls in our court. The longer the window goes on, it's beneficial for him to go. As I said, we can't. We, we're not a club, unfortunately, like we're seeing in the Premier League at the moment. moment money just getting thrown up, silly money. We're not a club that can do that, especially for a player that's out of contract um, in a, in a few months. David Tomlinson, what, what's your thoughts on that? Um, would you rather we just got him in early and paid, you know, two two million, or would would you, you know, wait? Um, and and even, I'd say, even though we are frustrated, just wait till we, you know, get a more reasonable price. Well, I don't think it was, it was two million up front. As far as you know, they sold other the their other forward, uh, Salem Amala to Real Valladolid. Um, sorry for the pronunciation. Um, they so they sold him uh, to to them for two for one one million euros, not not pound. Uh, plus bonuses, which was going to be about three quarters of a million pound, which made it up to two million euros. So. Whether whether the Rangers would find that acceptable to to have money up front, just a million up front. Although I don't think Rangers are going to offer a million. I think they'll come in the high uh, six figure number, hundred uh, about eight hundred thousand, that seven hundred thousand. I think it'll be more that way. Uh, whether they can get maybe have a uh, that if he plays so many games that they they pay more. I don't know. But I think we need. I think it would be our benefit to get them over, get over the line as well. Because I think we need to get these players in and see what they can do this year, and then get them ready for next year. Because next year is going to be such a big year. We've really got to get back into league winning ways next year. And uh, well, I'd prefer it to be this year, but unfortunately, I think the gap's too big, uh, and Celtic just don't look like dropping any points. Uh, to anybody, let alone uh, well, we were the closest, and I think we can we'll take them at, at, at Parkhead and at Ibrox the next time, so or we could. So uh, I, I think uh, that we'll that we'll, we will get them. I think we'll get them, and uh, it's just a matter of when. What day it is, and as you say, it could be the last day. It's, it's, I mean, it's whoever blinks first, isn't it? That's a, sort of a rule. It is, and it's, it's the same story, uh, Davy P with with uh, Whitaker at, at Swansea. That's gone quiet. Um, again, that's another one I think that will rumble on till till the end of the window. Yeah, and these are going to go to. Oh, it's going to be uh, frantic, as well as the outs. So I'm, you know, there's a couple of names being banded about. You know, who's leaving. And I think, you know, from a financial point of view, the club have to kind of balance the books here, you know. So if we're going to be offering these guys you know, some serious money in, in terms of and, and, and lengthy contracts, then uh, some of the people who, who will not be featuring or who are featured very rarely, I think there should be, a, we'll also be looking for for homes for these people. Not even a good home, any home will do. So, and I'm, and I'm thinking about Kamara here. And potentially even Alfredo, but if uh, it's it's all about, I, I I'll do that deal if that one works. So the, a, a lot of these things are attached to one another. So if Rangers do the deal with Swansea, then you would say, well, Alfredo, a deal for Alfredo is, is is much more viable, you know, realistic from from a squad point of view. So that, and that's the danger that we uh, all going to happen. You know, within a few hours, when really it could be avoided, but you know, money's at stake here, so that's what uh, sets the whole thing. You know, in terms of who's who's paying what, because we don't have an awful lot of money. As Mason, Mason, as you've said, you know that the English clubs they they don't even blink about five million quid. So, but we don't we don't have that, so we have to get good value here for the ends and the outs. No, absolutely. And, and that leads us nicely. David Tomlinson for one of the outs. Charlie McCann has signed for Forest Green Rovers this week. Um, what, what's your thoughts on, on Charlie McCann? Are you a little bit disappointed you didn't see more of him or do you think it's a, a good move for, for Rangers and, and McCann? Um, well, can, can I answer another question? I was wanting to bring up about Morelos, if I can go back to, yeah. to there for a bit as well. Yeah. And, and that question, if Morelos... MD is interested uh, in the window, in the January window. I would say we've got to put a, a limit on it 
And I mean, we can't leave that to the last minute. We can't leave ourselves without our main centre forward up to the last minute. We can't do that. We've got to give ourselves time to get somebody in the door if Morelos does leave. Because just going with Cholak up front is, is not, not enough. If he gets injured again, then with nobody. So we can't do that. We've got to we've got to say, okay, Morelos, you've got another two days or three days and then it's finished because we can't get anybody in. So I just wanted to say that. Going back to Charlie McCann, is, I think it's really unfortunate because I was expecting quite high things of him. I, I obviously said in the podcast quite a few times I'd like to see him coming in. Unfortunately, obviously Rangers don't see the... That he's going to make it at Rangers and run the midfield. He obviously had a couple of games not so long ago, and to be honest, he didn't really look that comfortable in uh, running the midfield or playing high up in the midfield. And uh, yeah, he's just a young boy still. I don't know, he's 21, 22, I think. Um, But I mean, that's the age. He should be, uh, he should be uh, starting to hit the ground running and uh, and starting to, to play first team football. And if it's not going to be at Rangers, then he'd be as well away somewhere. I don't know whether the, that, that's right. But it's funny that uh, Duncan Ferguson uh, is going there. He's He's been named manager today. So I don't know if he had anything to do with picking up uh, McCann. I don't know if he knew that. knew he was getting a job and thought, well, well that's that's a player I could use. So, but I don't know whether it's a club for Duncan Ferguson. It's a wee bit, uh, it's a, it's a sort of a vegan from what I've heard, I didn't know. I hadn't even heard of them last week. They've probably been reading this week. They've got a sort of a vegan, uh, sort of a past or whatever it is. And uh, no, I don't know whether that's a sort of a club he should be at. But anyway, it's uh, no Charlie McCann's unfortunate. But I, I heard there's two other people get out the door as well. It's Ben Williamson. Uh, is it, they're, they're they're letting him go as well. He's going to be moving away. He's he's at Dundee now, I believe. And seemingly Dundee are wanting, wanting to, to get a hold of him as well. Another one is what we've been talking about for years, actually, is Kai Kennedy. Yeah. Seemingly he's, uh, he's been told that, uh, that he, can, he can sort of leave if he wants to, if he can find a club. So Kai Kennedy was always sort of a worried about thinking, well, he, he, he could be a good one, but obviously he's not making it, unfortunate. Lewis Mayo is another one that we've re- uh, we could be recalling as well to, to sell on, and Josh McPake uh, could be leaving. But look, what I've seen uh, of these boys, I don't think they're at the level, and I include Charlie McCann in that. Again, you know, people have their own opinions, but what, when he has come into the team, I've not. This is the best time I think for a young midfielder at Rangers to come through as well, because we've been so limited in there. And when he has come in, I just don't think he's been at the level. Now, it's not to say he can go to Forest Green Rovers and, and have a good good career, but I just don't see him that, that being with us personally. David, uh, mm-hmm. what's your thoughts on, on Charlie McCann? Is we've actually got um, you know a buyback option with him, um, which is, is interesting. It's not something we always do. So you know maybe there is some, something to watch there. Yeah, I think the with Michael Beale coming in, you know, he will be making assessment. He will be taking reports, you know, from the players who are coaching these guys and, and watching the managing these boys day in, day out. So Michael Beale will have made himself aware of who's hot and who's not. So and and I think decisions will be made, you know, and, and if this is the consequence of some of those decisions, so be it. Michael Beale has to get the players he wants. So we're not going to be asked and it's and these are the boys who are quite easy to move on. You know, there's not much at stake. But they've got to the point where it's 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 really the acid test. It's do we offer them a contract where they will be expecting, you know, professional rates of pay for a football player, or do we move them on? And if we don't really feel that we've got yeah, a value in it and it's just ain't worth the risk, then then they move them on. That's a uh, it's a cruel world football, you know. And but that's exactly what we've asked Michael to be, be able to be is to be ruthless, you know. We're not standing in a sentiment, and here it should be. Uh, it should be what's best for the team. If they can add value and, and they enhance the squad, they stay. If they can't, they don't. It's uh, it's brutal, but that that which is why you know we'll be uh, bringing in midfielders because Charlie McCann, you would have thought, you know, would have been not so much pushing in an open door, but they would have been that, and he has been given opportunities, you know, to come in show what he can do, 
he's come in and done that, and it's not, it just hasn't got to the required level. So uh, maybe, maybe the, the boy will turn it around, and and if we put the the buyback clause in, then uh, it's covering our bases. So if we can uh, watch him go to Forest Green Rovers and uh, absolutely knock it out of the park, then we could bring him back. But that's Rangers really should be wanting to have their cake and eat it in these situations. That's uh, that's what football clubs do. Yeah, a lot of the big clubs do do it as well, you know. And obviously, we've got it with with Tillman with Bayern Munich as well. If we do make that move permanent, they will have a, a buyback option. So it is it's something that's becoming a lot more popular with the with the bigger clubs. Um, you boys have started with the Morelos uh, links already, but um, David Tomlinson, there was a, a link. Morelos, um, his agent, um, it, it did make me laugh. Um, I see it in the you know Daily Record reported it first of all, and I thought, well, that's a load of uh, rubbish. But then um, it was posted by an Italian uh, journalist that you know quite a well-known journalist that said Morelos, his agent, was touting his um, was touting him to go to Inter Milan. Um, now I don't see. Uh, Morelos uh, joining Inter Milan, but it's more to the fact that that his agent, you know, trying to get him a move away from Ibrox in the summer, obviously on a free transfer. Um, you've already touched on that we can't sell him this month, and to be honest, if no one's coming in to replace him, I, I would agree at this stage in the window. Um, but what was your? What did you see that link with um, Morelos to, to to Inter Milan? Yeah, I saw it this afternoon, and I think it was, I, I also heard it on. Uh, the heart and hand uh, daily update. I was listening to that as well, so I had I'd heard about it. Yeah, I I can actually see it quite a being quite a good move for him, right? and and I I can see Inter Milan wanting him because there's one thing he does. If you get uh, Morelos interested, there's one thing he do, can do is link play, and I think it would Italy would be actually a very good place for him to go. Although, yeah, it, it, it's a really hard league, a really difficult league. And maybe technical ability, he's, he's not that great. I mean, if you take it, I mean, his techni- technical ability, if you'll get Ferguson, oh, somebody somebody from the pod is, uh, <laughs> is trying to text us. Um, if you take it that um, the, uh, the, the Ferguson's doing well in Italy, uh, and the, 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 there's uh, probably... Josh Doig as well. Josh Doig. Yeah. That there as well, yeah. Yeah, then, then there's quite a, quite a few now starting to go over to Italy. I think I think Italy have sort of a seen that Scotland's got players, and Scottish teams don't want to seem to take uh, Scottish players. The, the two, at least the two top teams, uh, Celtic. Sorry, them. Sorry, Curry Muncher. I'll, I'll eat soap later on. <laughs> um, the the them and, and and Rangers don't seem to want to to take on Scottish players because obviously Kevin Nesbitt's. Uh, uh, possibly away, probably away. Um, so we've missed out on that one. That's a big debate whether we wanted him or whether we didn't want him or not. But uh, no, that's uh, that, I think it would be a good move for Morelos. Uh, and th- th- then you've got the debate: should we offer him a new contract? Personally, I think we do because I don't think we can replace him uh, that easily for the for the money that we'll probably miss out on. And I think that's a big thing. I mean, we're, we're, we're talking about Penny Pension, uh, a Belgian club for, for a, a midfielder. Uh, but there's no way we're getting a striker, a good striker, for the same same amount of money for uh, for a couple of hundred thousand. No chance. Well, I'm going to come on to Kevin Nisbet and Porteous a little bit later on. But, um, yeah, I, I do agree. I think Morelos going to Italy would be a good move for him. I just don't see it in the Milan, personally. Um David P, what was your thoughts on, on, on this with uh, Morelos? I think there's a very little chance of Alfredo Morelos going to Inter Milan. Just, I mean, it's this top of Serie A. I mean, you would say, I just can't see it. It's, it's, <clears throat> it's just fantastic. It's utterly bizarre that he would go to Inter Milan. And first of all, <clears throat> you would have to say, I mean, I think. Alfredo's a smashing player. Alfredo's not a good enough professional football player to be playing with Inter Milan. He just doesn't apply himself, you know, because <clears throat> he's got the ability. He has ability, but but for me, he doesn't maximise that ability. 
he's he's clearly got uh, <clears throat> other things in his head, other things in his life, which uh, he deems to be as important as as being a professional football player. So <clears throat> I think top football players, and I would I would put Inter Milan down as a top football club. They just don't uh, entertain that, that that stuff. It's just uh, <clears throat> so I think his agents going to would really would would be a hard sell to go to and persuade someone from Inter Milan that uh, Alfredo Morelos would be the type of football player, the level of professional that would uh, make their squad better. Ain't happening. No, got to agree. Morelos of 18, two years, 18 months, two years ago, when he was, you know, top goal scorer in the Europa League um, until the semi-final, he was, you know, uh, you know, say them games against Porto. I can understand the links, but at the minute, no, I'm with you, Davey P. David Tomlinson, let there's another, uh, again, more links yesterday. And, and this I feel like this is going to go on every window um, with uh, Yanis Hadji uh, going to Galatasaray because of his of his dad. Um, again, it was from quite a big um, journalist in in Turkey. But they do, you know, they do love um, a, a made-up transfer story. Um, they quoted £7 million. Um, it was a little, you know, we had a, a discussion today on the, the group chat whether we'd um, take it or not on Hadji. If they did come in with that kind of money, David Tomlinson, would you be inclined to to accept it? For Hadji, yeah, I think I would. So I think seven, well, seventy ten million. I, I think I would uh, eat the Randolph really. Mm-hmm. Uh, whether he, I, I think he's a good player, I don't think he's a player that can that can run the game for us. I think he's uh, once once uh, Lawrence and uh, Cantwell. Uh, and uh, come up to get up to and Tillman we've got as well. I think I think Hadji will struggle to get into the team. And it's, it's just it's, it's what everybody said. If see if he just had a, a couple of yards more of pace, he would be he would be absolutely brilliant player. He wouldn't be at Rangers. And we don't know what his injury is going to do to him. Any team that, that comes in for him is going to take a chance. And that's probably why the the Galatasaray are probably gambling that he's he's worth a wee bit less now because he's because of his injury. I think Galatasaray have been in for him before. I think they've been they've been in a few windows for him and and we didn't didn't sell him. But um, no, it's just uh, listen. He's going to pick, get a lot of uh, people looking at him just because of his his father. His father. He's a big name because of his father, and he is a good player in himself. But unfortunately, he's always going to be wearing. Uh, that rope around his neck that his father was such a such a good player and people are going to be looking hoping that he gets up to that level but um, no I, I, I would sell him de- definitely for that kind of money if he, if he was up I mean we sold Arabo for uh, was it 7 million as well 7-8 million yeah and uh, we, we can maybe get Joe back in loan <laughs> that's, that's a possibility because I hear he's leaving he's getting kicked out of uh, Southampton, so what about that? David Pollock would, would, would you take Big Joe back? Not for seven million pounds, I wouldn't. No, <clears throat> I mean, what kind of money? I mean, he the salary he's on, we would never be able to match that salary. Salary he's on at Southampton just ain't going to happen. <clears throat> I love the big man, but uh, no, it's not going to happen. Fine, I just the money that he's on at Southampton off the top of my head, what would be 50 60,000 pounds a week? So we're not going to do that. That would just burst their air wage structure wide open. There would be a there'd be a queue at Ross Wilson's door the morning after Joe Rebo was brought back to Rangers. So, and for that reason, it ain't going to happen. No, just on Joe Rebo before David P. Before we come back to to Hadji, um, Callum's put the comment in. Never get a big club in Rangers, and I actually would love to speak to. to I'm never going to happen, but I'd, I'd love to ask Joe Rebo. Um, how he feels about that move right now. I think, look, he, he said he always wanted to play in the Premier League, but you know, the Premier League for, for a lot of players is the be all and end all. But I bet once he run out there for the first time um, at St Mary's, he missed Ibrox um, again. Wages, I, I, as you said, David, the kind of money will be on great, but I bet there is a slight regret in terms of career where it's going at the moment. I mean, if you know Southampton are bottom of the Premier League, where's next for Jarrebo the Championship? You know that's, or, or maybe a ball. So, yeah, I would say to the likes of of, of Ryan Kent, not not so much Alfredo Morelos, because I've said many a times I think his time at Rangers is coming to an end. But Ryan Kent, be careful 
Um, if you're not going to, you know, really going to sign here, you know, where are you going to end up? Because uh, you don't want another situation where, you know, uh, what Joe Aribo's in at the moment, where the manager's made it pretty clear that there's players in the squad he wants to get rid of, and Joe Aribo hasn't been in the last two squads. So that, that might be one to watch. But obviously, you know, like Aribo, he's a good servant to us, so, so wish him all the best. But but Davey P, what's your thoughts on, on Yanis Hadji? I, I kind of remember you saying you was quite a, a fan of him. Um, if we did get that kind of bid, and again, he's just come back from an ACL, I don't see us getting... Um, that kind of money, I think it's all again speculation. But you know, would, is he someone you'd like to see stay, especially under Michael Bill? Well, I, I think the the thing we had in, in Galatasaray is, is, as David said, you know, it's his father because his father was such a huge player internationally. You know, Barcelona ended up at Galatasaray. Obviously, was a huge hit with the Galatasaray fans. So there's, I think there's a wee bit kind of almost a uh, romance involved that. You know, son of Haji should play for Galatasaray. So I think there's that week in aura, which so every almost every transfer window, uh, Haji seems to be linked with Galatasaray. So, but if they were to come in with uh, real money and and pay us seven million pounds, then you take that all day long. That's uh, thank you very much, because and but, but I think Haji's a smashing player. I I really like him. He's uh, his technical abilities. He's a very good player, you know. He's a Romanian international, uh, and I think he's he's. I mean, if if he comes back from this injury, as I hope he does, then he would he would be a huge player for us. I I really like Hanji, and I think he's he would also be Michael Beale's sort of player, you know, a, a bit more technically gifted, you know, and uh, playing the ball on the deck, you know, playing the less less orthodox pass, you know, rather than it being you know really obvious stuff. So I think I could see Haji being the type of player that Michael Beal would like, but it really all depends on how he comes back from injury. So we wish him all the best. It would be some risk for Galatasaray, you know, from the length of the injury that he's had and then say we'll cough up £7 million. Pounds. I think it's just it's just the name Haji, which they, they want in the back of their shirt yeah. rather than the Giannis Haji. No, definitely, so, See the one thing we we had you though, know, sorry Mason, is that he he's been really big in doing adverts, and I don't know whether Rangers have, have cashed in on that or whether Hadji's been doing it all on his own. But I mean, I think he's done he's done big car advert, he's done Gillette, he's 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 done really big adverts for big companies, and I think that's a that that's a, a something you could you could channel into to make money from giving him the permission to. To make adverts, I don't know whether Rangers have, have, have earned anything from that, or it's just all him. David, yeah. I think these, these adverts are done, are done through his agent. Anyway, and it's all for the Romanian market, so and maybe the Turkish market. So it's it's very localized because he is, and he was selling some sort of Coca Cola substitute type product. And I think that there's actually one named after him. The brand is named after him. So that's how big he is over there, you know, because he's a huge player. So obviously marketing and advertising in, in that market, he is a huge name. I, I'm not sure if we were to see Yanis Hadji in a, in a UK advert, it would have quite the same impact. No, no, I think, yeah, I think it's all, it, that all will all go to Yanis Hadji and his agent is all in uh, mm. Romania. Um, but it is an interesting one because you know you're thinking about it now when when Lawrence is fit, uh, you've got obviously the number you know Bill's a bit spoilt for choice in that number ten position. Um, Lawrence is a, a definite starter for me. Again, I'm hoping that injury wasn't wasn't you know he's been out quite a while now, uh, Tom Lawrence. But when he comes back, I think he goes straight in. And then you've got Campbell and Tillman um, as well. Um, you know Hadji. It'll be interesting to see what happens with Bill. He was a big favourite under. Um, the previous manager, and to be honest, he shouldn't have been playing in that game where he did get injured. Uh, it was a, a cup game in January against the lower opposition where he played a lot of games before that. You know, I did think it was a bit strange for him to be playing. But I just want to want to come. You know, we've had a few comments. Um, Curry put one earlier about strikers um, in, in the second tier, um, and David T. W. P. If there's any, you know, uh, when I come to you, if there's any strikers that you can think of in, in England that you'd like to see a sign in, in the Championship, but I think the only one that really comes to my to my head is Ross Stewart. Um, if we was to go to anyone in the, in the Championship strike wise, I'm I'm quite disappointed we didn't sign him actually when uh, when he was just leaving Ross County because we'd have paid I think it was about three hundred grand 
Um, and now they want about three or four million. So um, another one that we've probably left uh, not signed, um, you know, from Scotland and let them go down south. But but David Tomlinson, um, just want to touch on it. Kevin Nisbet, um, we're getting some some comments in. Uh, Lawrence Shankland um, is one that that a couple of comments have, have said we should we should sign him. Um, Nisbet looks like he's got off to um, Millwall for two two point four million um, around about that that mark. Is that one we should be going for, David T, or is, do you think it's best to to let him go down south? There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I think it would have been a good good sign. And for, for, I mean, what is it the they, they paid for him two million. Um, I think I think if Rangers could have got him for that, I don't know whether Hibs would have sold him to Rangers for that. That's uh, as everybody said, Hibs put Rangers tax onto it. But it would have certainly been worth uh, a punt at two million uh, because I mean he'll be worth that. He's only a young young guy and he's the only increase in value. And it's it's funny because we've been taking players off of Millwall and now. <laughs> now that now they're taking Kevin Nesbitt down there, but uh, no, I do. I I, uh, I think we've missed out in one there. I think we missed out. Probably missed out in Ferguson. That wasn't with, at, at the time, but looking like he's doing good in Italy. So I think we probably missed out in that one as well. As I said, I was against it, so I can't really have a, a big uh, big say on that. Can I just say as well, one other player that, that's uh, absolutely ex-Rangers player that's absolutely getting ripped apart just now is Bassey. Bassey is absolutely, in the Dutch television, he's absolutely getting ripped apart. And just last night, one of the, uh, they were talking about Ajax and talking about, the, because there's Dutch competition this week, and they were just saying that, that, that Bassey and the other, the other back, just saying that Ajax have probably got the worst two Backs, full backs in the in the era division, so that's that's not really giving them a good write up. Yeah, no, I've seen that, Davey. Um, you know, watching him in the Champions League against us, and then against the other teams in the Champions League was completely two different performances. But um, he's struggling a bit. I think defensively, you know, there there are problems with, with Bassi, especially aerial, um, especially at centre back. But um, you know, we got a great fee for him and. Um, It'll be interesting to see how he does develop at Ajax, but I have seen that. Um, Davey P, what, what's your thoughts? And I'll throw another one in there as well. Uh, someone that I'm glad we're not signing is uh, Ryan Portius. That looks like he's off to Watford um, for, for 500 grand, um, if you're led to believe. But um, what's your sort of thoughts? I know we've gone over the Lewis Ferguson one over and over, and I don't really want to go back to that. But, you know, Shankland, I don't see that as a realistic signing, even if we wanted to this window. I think that Hearts would want way too much money. Hibbs is a little bit different. Um, because they're they're selling him for just over two million, but do you think we should, you know, is someone that we should be going for? Michael Bill did say when he was first in the door that, you know, getting Scottish players is going to be his go-to. That's where he's first going to look, and I think it's been overlooked um, in the last two managers. But what's your sort of thoughts on that? It, it would be interesting for Michael Bill to test Hibs, and because I think it's it's two million, but it could raise to two point four million with add-ons. You know, if he's he's the top goal scorer in, in the league, or you know, be some something incredible has to happen for it to be two point four million. So I think uh, if we don't get the the Swansea guy, it's really if if, if it would Michael Beale's decision to that he preferred Kevin Nisbet, then I would want Rangers to go for him. I don't see Lauren Shankland as being as being the answer. 
You know, he's gone to Belgium and uh, he didn't set the head on fire over there. He's now come back playing with hearts. You know, if, if he was banging in goals against Rangers, if he was banging in goals against Celtic, then you would say Lauren Shanklin's a top player. But when he's scoring goals against, you know, Ross County and Kilmarnock, you're thinking, you know, is, is that top notch? I mean, the, the games I have been interested in of late from down south in the Championship is, has been Sunderland just because of Ross Stewart. So I just try and keep an eye on him and, and because he and his goal, goal scoring record this season is, is excellent. But I would say that he's, uh, he's more the big target man. But he is, he is not bad in the deck, but he's uh, clearly uh, a good player because he's he, the goals he scored this season just tell you that. So I think Ross Stewart would be as uh, as good a buy as would really be depending on and how how what price Sunderland would be looking for. So, but if we could get Kevin Nisbet two and a half million quid, is that you know such an outrageous sum in that you know compared to what we paid for Matondo? We know he can do it in this league, so I think you would be tempted. I, I would be tempted by Kevin Nisbet. Not by uh, Ryan Porteous, wouldn't touch him with a barge pole. Just no, I just I don't see how that would ever work. But I mean, I suppose if we could take Mo Johnson, then we could take Ryan Porteous, but you could prove me wrong. But he's an obnoxious individual, you know, Ryan Porteous, just uh, uh, just no, I don't see how we've. we've We've got some decent central defenders. We don't need them. So it would be a no from me on that one. It is, it is an interesting one, though, in, in terms of, of, of Shanklin. And he has scored a hat-trick against Celtic earlier in the season, uh, which I can't remember the last Rangers player that would have been Ali McQuist, I would have thought. Um, I don't know if, you, if there's anyone since that. Um, you know, goals in Scotland is... We've seen it with Trollac, obviously, how important that is. And we've, when we think of Rangers strikers, we for me, I always look at someone that could lead the line, not just obviously in Scotland, but in, in Europe. And that's where it makes, that's where I kind of look at Kevin Nisbet's and, and Laura Shanklin's and I'm like, I'm not really sure. But Nisbet for that kind of money, I, I think we, you know, I know Colin, um, obviously of the pod is, has been going on about that one for a, a really, really long time. But I, I'm with you in, in terms of that WP. I think that Ross Stewart would, would be, if I had the pick of all three, um, you know, he'd be the, he'd be the one that, that I would have gone for. But it is time that we do start taking, you know, more more of a gamble on these players earlier. Could you think you could have got Shanklin when he was at um, was he at Air um, before he went to Dundee United, and then you had Nisbet before he went to Hibs. I can't remember where it was before that. But so it is just getting them done firmly. So just getting them a little bit little bit earlier. Um, moving it on, David Tomlinson then to. The weekend, and if there's any other questions on that that you know you want us to come back to, please get them in the comments. David T, moving on then to, to the weekend against St Johnston, another game against St Johnston. Um, first question I'm going to come to you with is: Should Todd Cantwell be starting this one? No, he would start. He'll, he'll, I think he'll be in the he'll be in the squad. I think he'll be sitting on the bench. But I, I'd, I'd be really shocked if he if he, if he started a game. I'd, I'd, don't see it. I mean, he's been, was he trained a couple of days now, possibly? And he doesn't know the players, he doesn't know the style, he doesn't know anything. Um, so I know I, I would be shocked if he, if he started the game. Can't see it. And but the, the, the one thing I was thinking that is that is that the Dylan Dykes rumours out the out the way now as well? Can we can we strike them off as well? Yeah, um, well, I think that, that Mill tried to get Dykes first from um, QPR and £3 million uh, they rejected. So, uh, obviously, Millwall, oh, I don't know, I wouldn't have thought they'd pay any. I was surprised they bid that much, to be fair. So, yeah, the Dykes rumours, um, we will not pay £3 million for, for Lyndon Dykes. I know that much. So, yeah, them rumours are, are, are done. It's an ex-rumour. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's it. He's done. I just don't. I just don't see it again. He's another one. Maybe at the time, you know, when we we, we look at the money that, that they paid, um, you know, QPR was it five hundred grand, four hundred grand? So not three million. We won't pay that for, for that. Davey P, what changes would you like to see then Saturday? The only reason I, I would sort of like to see Cantwell, and I, I know what David T saying, I can't see him starting, but I just think this team needs an injection of energy from somewhere. 
Um, you know, the game Saturday, I don't really want to go back to that uh, away, at, away at St. Johnson. It was just get the job done and get out of there. It weren't a great performance, but we are really lacking quality and energy at the moment. I, I'm going to stick my neck out here. You know, why not? I think Todd Cantwell will start on Saturday. I think he will. I think it would just give Ibrooks a lift. I think we would just be a, we would be in a happier place. I don't think he has to be a five star or anything, but I just think we just have to see him on the pitch and uh, just making a contribution because you know we know from last week St Johnson, you know, aren't Barcelona, so uh, we should be able to uh, put him in there, even if he good plays for the first hour, just give him a wee run out and uh, we should we should, honestly. We could or Jack, just take one out, put Todd in, see what he can get from him. I don't think we're going to be under huge pressure. So I've only got, you know, what's that boy with the ponytail that plays for Stevie May? We've got Stevie May to, can, as long as we can keep him, you know, quiet, then, you know, pretty much that's that's the goal threat sorted. So why not play Todd Cantwell? You know, if he's been training all week, that should, uh, that'll, that should get us an hour, give us an hour. One, be brave. No, I, I would. Uh, I would like to see it. <clears throat> you, you just don't like Stevie May's hair, Davey. That's that's the problem you've got with Stevie May. <laughs> I don't even like Todd's hair. Or <laughs> <laughs> <All> his trainers. <laughs> the, the, the the big uh, question though during the week that I, I seen getting talked about a lot is: Can you put Tillman? And uh, can't well in the same team. That was a that was a big question that people were talking about. And how how would we do that? And the, the other, I suppose you've got the same thing with Lowry if he comes through as well. Lowry, Tillman, and Cantwell was are, are sort of a three of the same type of, of players. I think so. How how we how we go with that one? Well, we is it does Cantwell coming in mean the the sort of a end of Tillman's? After the loan period, or can you can you mix them both in the same team? Well, first of all, go on, David. You go first. It will, it will depend on how Todd Cantwell and uh, Raskin, you know, fit into the team. Once we've got these guys on board and in, you know, I think uh, that how they perform will probably have a large bearing on whether we fork out, you know, the money for Malik Tillman. Because if uh, these guys, you know, turn turn out to be what we hope they are then uh, maybe Tillman's surplus to requirements and, and we don't need to pay the five, six million pounds or whatever as we to sign on permanently. So that, that's what I'm I'm hoping would be the case, that we these guys will be uh, will save us making that, that money and uh, we're spending that money and, and we can spend it elsewhere. So between the, the and uh, <clears throat> you know guys returning from injury, we've got Hadji. So no, I, I, I would hope that these guys would uh, replace Malik Tillman, save us, save us the money, because they can do everything Rask, he can do. I don't think Rask, Raskin will, will make any difference to Tillman because Raskin's a totally different midfielder. He's more a defensive midfielder, defence to central midfielder, whereas Tillman's a more advanced uh, and um, Cantwell as well are more advanced uh, midfielders. And in fact, you could even maybe say. That uh, it will be Kent. That will be he'll be back up to Kent and and putting Kent's position in, uh, in in danger. Although there's another one that was that was came up to today was that um, Leicester City are, are are seemingly in for for Kent. Uh, Brendan Rogers is is going to come in for him. So there's another one. Is, are we going to keep Kent after the 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 January window? Because obviously if he's going to be leaving in the summer. Getting something for him now would also be an option. I'm surprised there's not been more around Ryan Kent. To be fair, if there was a big fee involved and, and his performances, not since you know, not just looking at when Bills come in the door, and even some of them have not been, you know, great. I can understand, you know, there's there's so someone's going to pay money for performances in the last six months. I can understand it, but if you're getting Ryan Kent on a on a free, and it's obviously a cross border as well because he'll be going back down to England, so you. You're not paying hardly hardly anything. I'm surprised someone hasn't hasn't because I think there is that we can see it. There is a player there, and yeah, Rogers with, with Leicester, I wouldn't be surprised. I'd be disappointed to lose him, especially for nothing. 
Um, but maybe maybe that is one to watch in the, in the next couple of days. And if the club do get an offer, in, it's something they're going to have to, you know, consider because we, we you know we don't want to get don't want to get to the point of we losing for nothing next season. David P though, David Thompson mentioned Alex Lowry earlier, and that was one that I wanted to ask you both about. Obviously, Todd, Todd Cantwell coming in. You've got as we spoke about Hadji coming back. We spoke about Lawrence coming back. Tillman in the ten. Where does that leave Lowry? Um, in my opinion, I think it would be good if the club could sort out a loan for him um, for the next six months instead of, you know, playing for the B team. I don't see him getting much game time in the first team, as I've said, with the, with the amount of players that, that are ahead of him. I would I would hang on to Alex Lowry if, I, if we possibly could, because who is it we're going to loan him out to that's going to replicate you know, his position in the team at Rangers, is it just more first-team football that he's going to get? So it would have to be uh, somewhere down south rather than, you know, a, a lower division Scottish club because, well, one, the level's not going to be what, what's required. And if I would be hoping that if, if this boy's going to make it at Rangers, and I, and I sincerely hope he does, then we should be looking to have him have game time in a, in a, in a team and in a role which we would want him to play at, at Ibrox rather than it being, you know, somewhere where he'll, it's 10 men behind the ball stuff. And so we would want, obviously, to try and reproduce his, what we would expect home of Rangers somewhere else. And I think we can only achieve that down south. So if there was a move down south, then then perhaps I would entertain it. But I, I would, my gut would, would, would just say, hang on to Alex Lowry because he's, He's got, he's got something a wee bit special. I want him to stay here and do it with us. No, no, I, I, I do agree with that, Davey, as well. But D- David Thompson, let's let's bring you in on this. What, what's your thoughts on, on on Alex Lowry maybe going you know, out on loan? David P. saying he'd like to keep... I do agree. I think out of all the youngsters that we were speaking about earlier, he's the one that you can see there is something in him. Um, whether that's good enough to become a, a you know a future Rangers player or get enough game time. But I do think alone, especially in our league, and I know a lot of people are against that, I think it could do him the world of good. No, I certainly wouldn't. I don't think our league's technical enough for him. I don't th- I don't know what club you would put him to. I mean, are you going to put him to St. Johnson, the the, the punt the ball up the park and uh, and, and hope for the best? You, you, you play in midfield, the ball just... You get a sore neck with a ball flying over your head all the time. Uh, no, I don't see that. I, to be honest with you, I think the, the perfect place, I'm not, not just because I've lived there a lot of, of my life, I, I think the perfect place for me would be Holland if, if they were going to put them out and loan. There's a more, far more technical game and uh, I think it would be a perfect place for them. The, 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 the Dutch are not so strict in rules, so they might be able to get them... The, that you get past the the, the sort of a uh, teenage years that uh, that the, 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 the annoying wee brats to be honest with you, uh, get them past that type of kind of year and bring bring them back with more more of an adult because that seems to be the problem with them. It seems to be his manner, and as I say, I, I, keep, I, I go back to it again what Bill said that it, the players would need to accept them. So that, that that's probably what the the difference is. Although he has been in the, the the squad, I think the last couple of games, but in a perfect world, um, I would love to see him break through. And because I, there's, there is a special player in there, and hopefully that we can keep him, bring him through. Because I mean, let's face it, nineteen. There's a lot of a lot of players at nineteen breaking through. And what's the what's the, the the English boy with, with Dortmund? Is it he plays for? He's only nineteen, and he's a uh, is it. Gillingham or Gillingham or Billingham or something like that. Two billion. Yeah, I mean, look, he's only about nineteen, so and he's doing well. So I mean, if if he does, uh, sort of a so as somebody said in the comments, says screw the screw the head. We always said screw the bobbin, but um, if he does that, then uh, then hopefully we we can get sort of player that that comes through. Yeah, no, it may be one to watch in the next couple of days, but I can understand sort of both both angles of that. Um, just before we go back to the St Johnston game, just had a you know a question in from Curry again um, about Glenn Kamara. Um, I'll come to you both on this, um, and then Pete followed it up and said, 
not a fan of, of Kamara's attitude. And so, if I'm honest, if we got any kind of bidding in terms of maybe four, four million, over four million for Glenn Kamara, I think it'd be maybe even three million. To be fair, it'd be great business to take it, considering what we paid. I think his time again, another one that's been probably at us too long. I think uh, after the fifty-five season, he's one that his stock was really high, and we probably should have traded. In um, you listen to Bill when he said he's carrying a knock at the moment, so maybe that's one of the reasons we haven't seen. You know, when's the, I think if we, we look at Glenn Kamara, his best performance of the season was uh, away at, against PSV, um, and if you're led to believe he was very close to leaving after that, and I think it was a shot window performance where it was you know I'm going to go and, and earn a move here, um, and I've not seen that Glenn Kamara since. Um, Davey P, what, what's your thoughts on, on Kamara? Am, am I being a little bit harsh, or you know, I know you touched on it earlier, but if we did get, you know, it's, it's quite a big loss in terms of what we said we could have got a few years ago, but that's where we're at with, with Glenn Kamara at the moment. If we get three, four million in this month, would you take it? Yes, I would. I think Michael Beale is a kind of Glenn Kamara fan, though he does like Glenn Kamara, or at least he likes what Glenn Kamara brings to the team. So. Uh, I think and if we get the players to who we're after, you know, in terms of Rusk, Rusk and uh, Todd Cantwell, then we'll be replacing what we get from, with Glenn Kamara. I think if you're right, if we were to see a, a reasonable offer for Glenn Kamara, then I would take it. I would take the money. Three, four, uh, if it was five million quid, you know, you would be uh, doing cartwheels. So uh, I would uh, take it. So Glenn Kamara's owes is nothing. He's uh, he's come and did quite well and own. You had a kind of <clears throat> bromance with Stevie G, didn't they? They were the, something of a double act. And I think Michael Beale was probably on the fringes of that. So I think Michael Beale does rate Glenn Kamara. You know, and uh, but I think his uh, our ability to rely on Glenn Kamara has kind of faded over over a period of time. Eh? So I think uh, I think it would suit Rangers, it would suit Glenn Kamara if he was to... Uh, if we could get a reasonable fee and move them on. David, David T, same, same question to you. I, I'm with David P, absolutely, 100% there. What's your thoughts on that? I think the problem with Glenn Kamara is that we play with Lundstrom and Jack next to him. And I've said that again in more pods. Uh, you've got three players that play across one line and they're all the same. They're, 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 there's very little danger comes from Kamara. There's very little danger comes from Lundstrom. Now and again, he gets up and he shoots one, a goal. But um, for, for through passes down the channels or anything like that, there's, it's not, there's not any dangerous passes about the, the, the ball with Kamara or with, uh, with Lundstrom. Jack can do it now and again. But it, it's not really his strong point as well. So, and, I, and I think that, I think Kamara's, I think Kamara would be more suited to a central role. I don't think he's stuck out in the wing. I don't think he's he's that great. But um, I mean, I would I would rather have Kamara in the the Lundstrom role. Uh, and I mean, we've seen Kamara against PSV in Eindhoven. He was absolutely brilliant, and he was part of the reason that we that we won over there. And that you could, there is a great player in there. But the fact is that that he's, he is. Not a defensive midfielder, and he's not really an attacking midfielder. He's sort of a stuck in a in, in between a, a rock and a hard place, and that's a, that, that's the unfortunate thing about him. Great player, great technical ability, but his his end result at both sides of the field are not really good enough. Yeah, and uh, you know, I think it was here the the Trian Scotsman said he's worth ten million, guys. Uh, he's not, as you just said there, the performance in PSV, you know, if we get that consistently, I'd want that kind of money. But unfortunately, it's the consistency that the big, pro- big problem with, with Glenn Kamara. Um, but gents, just, just before we, we finish finish off, let's go back to the St. Johnston game. Davey P, um, you know, the, the big question will be about Canwell. I'm trying to think what other sort of areas we'll, we'll be looking at. Um, you know, I would expect more or less the same team that played um, against St Johnston um, away at St Johnston on Saturday, but what is it you're looking to see that from different? I know it's going to be at Ibrox, a packed Ibrox, so that that makes a big difference. But what would you like to see us do? Um, it feels like ages since we last had a home game, so you know I'm looking forward to this one, and I'm I'm expecting a performance, a more of a complete 
performance than more than we've seen sort of so far so far under Michael Bill. Well, I want us to play with a bit more pace, a bit more energy, you know, commitment, because uh, the faster the game is played, the more advantage Rangers have. We have better players. We'll be on a better surface. So I, I just think we should take it up two or three notches in terms of the, the pace with which we move the ball and the intent to get forward. So we should be a bit braver, a bit more adventurous, take some risks. Uh, we're up against Johnson, who we know from last week, you know, I mean, the hard-working team, but they're not as technically gifted as Rangers are. So I think we should maximise where we can our advantage by playing at a higher tempo. That, that's the big one for me. Uh, again, the, the pictures we've played on the last week or so, I, I will defend the players on that. And, and it's been very difficult for, for any team, but it's tempo. It's and, 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 I, and that's why I want you know a bit of energy and a bit of something different in the team with, with Campwell on Saturday because I think it is severely lacking. David Thomason, would you go along them lines? It's a bit of tempo and you know, just see more control for, for more than 90 minutes. We're getting spells, but I want it for, for longer periods. Well, I don't want to see two defending midfielders. That's a, that's the first thing because that takes your tempo right away. And if you, as I said just, just now, if you've got Lundstrom. Um, Jack and Kamara in the team, then then it's it's just passing it from ten yard passes forwards and backwards. So I I don't want to see one one central midfielder is enough, and the 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 the, the centre halves they can bring the ball out. We don't need a player to bring the ball out. We need forward passing players, and hopefully bring bringing in Cantwell and bringing in uh, another midfielder, bringing in uh, Ruskov. Or Rus- oh, I've forgotten his name now. Ruskin, um, Ruskin sorry. Yeah. Um, it takes me about four months to get all these names right, but <laughs> after that, they're away. But um, no, it's uh, it, 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 it's great to get in different midfielders because we really need a regenerised uh, midfield. Uh, the 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 ones that we've had, I wouldn't be offering Jack a, a new contract if I could get rid of. Lundstrom and that's all, that's well known. Uh, he would be away as well, and we, we we need younger players. We need better players, and uh, to play against St Johnson, we, I would only have one of them. I would have Jack because I think Jack's the, the best of of the of the bunch, and Kamara maybe on on, on the left wing, the way or the left side of midfield, and then Tillman on the right. I, as I say, I don't think they'll they'll bring in Todd right away. I think that I think they'll keep him in the bench and bring him on later. But uh, no, that's the way. What, what I'm I'm really quite interested in seeing is the the goalkeeper was absolutely St John's goalkeeper was absolutely brilliant against this the first game, and I'm wondering if he took took a super goal from uh, Borna to to get past them. So I'm quite interested to see what kind of game he has at Ibrox. So if it was a one game wonder or whether he is really such a good goalkeeper. That'll be quite interesting to see. Mm, one game wonder for me. Um, <laughs> I, I reckon. I, I've seen some of the comments. I'm expecting us to go and, and put in a, a lot better performance. I think the week's training, as you as you boys both mentioned, about you know knocks and injuries we've had. Um, you know, I won't tell you my prediction just yet because that's just to come uh, right at the end. But it's a good time, sort of, as any, to, to wrap it up. Um, again, thanks so much for all the comments and um, been rushing trying to get through to, to all of them. So sorry if I missed uh, any out. Um, just to, to sort of let you know, we have been doing a daily update every morning uh, on the pod, uh, which has been shared out by the podders. So keep an eye out for that. And we have started a Premier League show as well. Um, which we had a go at last night, which, um, as Curry already said, um, a load of people don't know, have a clue talking about English football. But it's a good good laugh, and um, we've got a new podder um, on that um, for, for that show, so keep an eye out for that. Um, so, David P, let's, let's start with you then. Um, thanks for coming on, and what's your prediction for Saturday? Yeah, it'll be good to get back to Ibrox. It's been a wee while, I think. It was, uh, was it the Celtic game the last, last game at Ibrox? It was a while ago. Uh, no, we'll be uh, along there, and I'm going to go four nil. I'm think I'm looking for Rangers to be fitter, faster, stronger, and they uh, blow them away four nil. Love it, Davy. Love it. Uh, 
David Tomlinson, uh, thanks for coming on again tonight, mate. What's your prediction for Saturday? Yeah, thanks for having me. Can I, can I just put us into a wee bit of extra time about Edmondson House opening? We haven't we haven't got around to that. I just think uh, for the first time we've got a fan zone, and uh, it was quite funny to read that uh, anybody anybody's welcome, and it's first come first serve. The people that that paid a uh, a fortune to 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 buy into it, they they've been pushed aside, and it's just uh, first come first served. I thought that was thought that was quite funny. Uh, great to have a great to have a, a fan zone, and uh, hopefully not everybody sits in it drinking to to after the the beginning of the game, because then we'll have the subway oil at the end, and the and the people that stay in the the pub to the begin at the beginning. But um, no. Uh, I, I I think well, uh, Ibrox will be far better than we were on the on the cow field, as Bill said, and I think well, I, I think it'll be. David said three, uh, four, so I'll I'll go for three. I'll go for one less. Nice one, David. I'm going to go with three, three nil as well. Clean sheet. Um, Camp, oh, I really want Campbell to start uh, to Benz. I think I'll, I'll give that away on the pod tonight. But three uh, nil, clean sheet, three points up the road. Um, but as always, thanks for, for watching everyone tonight. Take care. We are the people. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.